0: The first Scoreboard The Old Firm Through the Decades
1: Some call it the greatest derby in the world It is certainly the game that divides a country When Celtic play Rangers Scotland holds its breath
2: It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans Would you have signed for Celtic? No Would you, Peter, have signed for
3: Rangers? No chance Absolutely not
4: Henrik was... Um... You know I call him a freak of nature You know 242 goals in 315 games You know that that
2: is just freakish
5: For me it's the best Rangers team of all time That we were up against And that's the biggest
2: compliment I can pay those guys When you walk in the doors there's a special aura
3: When Graham left David Murray actually just said What do we need here And we all said straight away It's that man there
2: Our challenge when Graeme Graham To put Celtic off the, the top of the league I don't care Who
5: will lose it See if you win They sign for us You can't lose it With the Rangers And I gave him The world To sign for us The old firm Is beyond anything I've experienced i never seen And all that as well And you don't know How it is Until you actually
2: Experience it yourself Each family Hands down The support Supporting their Particular team And that will Carry on forever
0: Super Scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. 0141 951 1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
5: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic appear to be sticking by Neil Lennon Despite mounting criticism after recent results Steven Gerrard's hoping European success this week Can boost Rangers further domestically And there's Tuesday night football in the capital With both Edinburgh clubs in action I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Mark Wilson
6: and Roger Hanna Nobody does midweek football better than Scotland Gordon Hibs and Hearts in live action tonight Ackies versus Aberdeen tomorrow night And then Thursday after a three week break We're back to the Europa League Rangers at home to Benfica And Celtic In Prague Yeah plenty talking points Especially after the weekend result But I'd just like to say Gordon
7: I'm delighted To be standing across your a man That's Got a bit of knowledge
5: about him for once Rather than who, who I'm usually standing with on a Thursday night So it's a pleasure to be here with Roger Hanna And you've just shown that he's not standing next to someone who's got knowledge Because this is Tuesday and you've just called it Thursday So there we go, we're, we're up and running nice and early <laughs> Yes, today is the day, it was the big hip hop So Gordon DL is, is not with us this evening And I must say, Roger Hanna Always get a nice wee, nice wee insight For the people listening at home I'm going to peel back the curtain Give them... Give them the behind the scenes stuff Mark Wilson's pulled rank Because you guys always have Your traditional spots Where you stand You have your own mic If you like He's come straight in And taken his Doesn't care that that's usually Where you stand On a Tuesday as well He's yeah, just kicked you out y- y- you, know, y- you know where you stand In this y- you relationship see,
6: I, I not know where I stand But I've also Up here's for thinking Down there's for dancing Gordon because the only way he does get into that hospital for his op was because he passed a COVID test. So I know his little area <laughs> here of the studio is COVID free. I'm safe. Carry on. That's a good point. A very good point. Uh, I think we should phone him see if he's a, see if he's
5: come round yet. Hundred percent. Maybe looking to that be later. The great, greatest radio I, 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 of all time. I, I,
6: I do believe that me having some images on social media earlier on, I, I, I'm told Jim White was sitting in the end of the bed just out of picture. <laughs> so we'll get Sky Sports news on. Maybe
5: look into that Maybe phone them later on Uh, See how Ofcom view These types of things I don't know We'll have a look Right 01419511025 For you to phone us And let us know What is on your mind tonight If you'd rather tweet You can do that At Clyde SSB It's Tuesday night I fully expect The hangover from the weekend To still be going The football hangover that is So whatever you've got for us Let's hear from you and let's see if we can make sense of it all between now and 8 o'clock. We do have big midweek action, as Roger Hanna says, as well. So you may want to look forward rather than back. But whatever you want, we're here for you. 0141 951 1025 at Clyde SSB on Twitter. I think there is still only one place to start. Since the weekend, Roger Hanna has very much been about the criticism Celtic are receiving and Neil Lennon is receiving. A bit of a mixed bag last night. I would say the majority of fans were on... Wanting change in the dugout Of course as you would expect with an issue of this size Many people responding to that and saying No it's not the right time If we win our games in hand We're still within touching distance And and all the rest of it It now appears Celtic have absolutely no plans at the moment To to change anything as far as Neil Lennon's position goes They appear to be sticking by their man And on we go
6: Yeah I've I've never I've, I've seen you know we see this at this time of year every year Some manager gets this thing gone I can never remember a support of any club Split The way the Celtic supporters Split just now On one hand you have The Lennon out People who have been screaming Since the Ferencvaros game That the manager must be changed um, At the other extreme You have The, the Lennon Supporters if you like With a caller on last night Saying for everything the man's done For Celtic in the past 20 years They should be building a statue Outside Celtic Park to him Rather than considering sacking him So Somewhere in the middle um, the club has to operate The team has to operate I believe Callum McGregor spoken in the, in the club's um, Internal media today Backing the manager And it's a very Very difficult time Neil Lennon still has to Go about his job of work He still has to prepare Those players For Sparta Prague On Thursday night For Ross County For the other European games For a Scottish Cup final Coming up um, he has to do his work against this backdrop And I don't think the division among the supporters Is helping Neil Lennon or helping the team
5: Roger's probably right, Mark Wilson There is a split Do you get the impression though That the anti-Neil Lennon number Maybe that's the wrong wording Because I'm not sure they're, they're anti-Neil Lennon But, but they're anti-his his role as manager at the moment Do you get the impression that it's, that it's growing? Because Roger mentions a certain number Now whatever that number was after Ferran My guess would be from, from looking at things in this show Is that that number Grew a little bit The next time they dropped points In the league And then yeah. it, you know grew a little bit Against um, Sparta Prague And yeah. it, it grew a little bit Against Aberdeen And then it grew a bit more uh, At the weekend Yeah
7: uh, uh, Listen I was on the show At the weekend And you know We're starting to get calls From people who have Supported them Throughout all this Turbulent period Saying How Good a job he's done For Celtic in the past However It may be time to go And I would even go back further To the the divide in the camp Back to when Celtic won the Scottish Cup that day Neil Lennon was given the job There was still people on this show Calling for Neil Lennon not to get the job So he's always had detractors way back then And every bad result The numbers do grow And I think we are approaching a critical point For the Celtic manager I don't think he can afford any drop points or any poor results in Europe, even though people may say Europe doesn't matter, I still think Thursday is a huge game in terms of performance for Neil N.
5: I'm not sure it's quite the official vote of confidence, but it's been widely reported in, in newspapers today that the Celtic are, are, are sticking by their man, so to speak, at the moment. Does that surprise either of you?
6: No, no, not listen, if you look at it, if you take a step back from all the, the hysteria, if you like, Gordon. Um, if Celtic win The games in hand And you would expect them to They're five points behind They've If to play Rangers Three times this season I think Celtic's run In the league It's difficult to separate All, all, all the You know competitions In a minute If you just look at league games I think it's either Three of the next four Are at home I think it's three
5: in a row actually um, No that might be The cup game included Sorry
6: They've got Ross County In a cup mm. game As well um, They're in a Scottish cup final Against Don't take this the wrong way Against a championship team Who have just lost at Dunfermline So if you look at it like that Listen, Europe is a bonus to Celtic this season We said at the start of the season All that matters to Celtic is 10 in a row I still believe all that matters to Celtic is 10 in a row But they could add a quadruple treble to that as well So I don't think all is lost I think people need to maybe take a step back And I know a lot of people won't want to hear that But I I think the Celtic board at the minute are correct to stand by them,
5: man 01419511025 Let's hear from you on the phones David in Blantyre How are you feeling as a Celtic fan at the moment?
8: Hi uh, Good evening Gordon, uh, Roger And Mark I um, Yeah I, I mean uh, I think it's important to, to Take a wee bit of stock here um, What I've noticed In terms of the performances through the start of the season that They haven't been good enough um even when Celtic have been winning games, they've been a bit poor. Um but what I would say is uh, in touching on what Roger had said there, um, you know, there's a cup final coming up. Um I think it's it's very easy to say that, you know, this should be done, you know, the manager should go and so forth, but the way I look at it is and every job that we have, uh, take football out out of it, we we'll all get, you know we'll, we'll have targets, we we'll have uh, key performance indicators, um, and if you're not achieving that, you're rightly should be brought to task. And I think that a lot of the Celtic players just now, for whatever reason, um, they just don't seem, you know, not all of them, but they don't seem up to it. they it's um the way it, well, it's mostly where I look at it. But the way I look at it in fact for the penalty against Hibbs um and mm-hmm. in, in Saturday, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, there's no burst there, there's no there's no urge to go and try and clear the ball when Scott being saves it. So that to me seems that you know, it, it's lackadaisical. And I know that Neil Werner come out and said that about the players being lazy and not doing this, but I, I just feel that um if, if some players, which I think there is, that don't want to be there now, um, <laughs> whether it be in January, if they're like trying to get a move, or in the summer, they need to knuckle down. They need to put a performance in. They need to... First things first is is that, you know, footballs. It's not a complicated game. Um, you've got a squad of 20, you know, say a first team of 20, twenty five players. Um, Mark will know this as well because he's been involved in it. that um, you don't always necessarily go on to the manager or the assistants or the coaches. But however, you need to go out and put a performance in for the club, for yourself and for its supporters. And then when that doesn't happen, it's it it just seems to, it just it, it degenerates.
5: Alright let's put some of that to the panel David David's general feeling Mark Wilson Is that The players need to take more responsibility It can't all be About Neil Lennon What 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 specifically does that mean then What, what specifically are you seeing That you think can be levelled at the players Rather than the manager Because it's quite easy to say well the manager picks them So everything's his fault hmm. But what about You know Specifically well, I think the players?
7: The, Yeah I think the thing That stands out most About the players And individually Is the errors That's coming Now there's so much A manager can do In terms of Seeing training midweek And seeing the players Perform in his training drills Seeing the players How they adapt His tactics But once you cross a white line On a Saturday There's only so much the manager can do. So, David's point, uh, you know, uh, in a roundabout way, he's he's correct. The players have to take responsibility. It's a collective responsibility. You know, you look at the penalty given away. Scott Brown, you know, he's, he's a hugely experienced player. I've very rarely seen Scott bundle into a tackle like that in a penalty box. So, that's uncharacteristic. You know, he's right. The rebound from the penalty, the players are slow to react. And you could probably go and pick... Loads of these Kind of examples Throughout Celtic season so far And it's cost them So yes I think Although the manager Takes the fall And he always will take the fall when it'll be him it loses his job There has got to come a time Where the players Do take collective responsibility as well
5: If Neil Lennon says They were lazy Roger the attitude wasn't great David agrees He's talking about that that penalty Where Frimpong and Beaton, You know don't chase it in Mark Wilson agrees I think everyone agrees who, Who's watched it In that instance What about People who might be concerned that, that publicly talking about The players being lazy Is having a detrimental effect Is that a possibility?
6: Um, I'm not so sure I think it, it, You know these things Don't just happen overnight If you go back to the month of July Lee Griffiths wasn't taken On the pre-season trip to France Because he wasn't fit enough Now You know Other, other than actually chasing him Around a track I'm not sure what Neil Lennon can do more To get Lee Griffiths fit Now Fast forward a month or so later And the Champions League exit To Ferencvaros When Neil Lennon says That some of the players Didn't want to be there um, You know What more can you do To, to change people's minds And and make them want To be there You, you then look at You know I think Watson Edward missed a game as at home to Livingston Because he was too tired Now I'm sure Mark Wilson And every footballer Has ever kicked a ball Has been tired Before mm. a football game Before But You're handsomely paid for these things And you play through the tiredness And do the best you can So there's then You know You you then throw in things Like as Mark said Scott Brown challenge Completely out of character The challenge at the weekend You know There's bad decisions being made There was no reaction To the penalty save From Scott Brown Scott Bain I should say Did he not think He was going to save it You should be on your toes Thinking the goalie's going to save it Let's get there before Jamie Murphy gets there Nobody reacted Nobody at all and there's just bad decisions for mm. me. You know, get back to Shane Duffy against Sparta. Bad decisions, getting sucked out of position, yeah. things. So th- there are things going wrong. Sure.
5: Here. The I mean, the obvious counter to those, because this is bound to be a complex situation. There's not going to be one one group or or one uh, factor t- to blame here. The obvious answer to that, you know, you can talk about Shane Duffy's ex- mistake, but well, who signed him? Who identified him? Who who thought he wouldn't make those mistakes? Who who played him? S- same again. If the player, if players don't want to be there, why are you picking them? What can you do to create an environment that, that they do want to be a part of? So surely there's.
6: Well, the, these there, arguments there, can't be You said there who identified them. That's a very good question. Uh, was it Neil Lennon? Was it the recruitment department? Is that the recruitment department that identified Patrick Clamala in January and he still can't get in the team, or Ismail Asora in January and he still can't get in the team, or identified David Turnbull for three and a half million pounds? And he can't get in the team Or identified a £5 million goalkeeper That's now on the bench Or identified a £5 million centre forward from West Ham So it, it it's wheels within wheels But as Mark said, rightly or wrongly When these things do go wrong It's always a manager that has to carry the can So David, just to sum up The,
5: the message coming out of Celtic Park at the moment Seems to be they're sticking by Neil Lennon Thinking that when the game's in hand They're, they're close enough You're happy with that at the moment, yeah?
8: Um, well, yes I, I think obviously Every every passing week You know, there's a couple of European games coming up um, And then League games will we'll, we'll take care of, care of themselves, but you need to Win these games um, You know, I, I think back To you know when I was younger When when Celtic were chasing Rangers um, When Rangers Were on for the nine-a-row period And um, it was Tony Bonzi's Teams, and you know, Celtic would not have three games in hand at the turn of the year, but you need to win them. And basically, what happened is we didn't at that time, and you drop a point. So you need you need to you need to win these games. Um, it's it's difficult, but I'm I'm not um, writing the season off by it. You know, by any stretch yeah. yet.
5: Yeah, I mean, how much of the, the the how much of a problem for Neil Lennon is the scheduling? Roger because I think Everyone agrees Everyone knows that The arithmetic now We, we memorise it In this part of the world If Celtic Win their games in hand Technically They would be within Five points but, but the way this plays out At the moment Is Those games in hand Will be quite far Down the line And Celtic have still to play Correct me if I'm wrong here In the Scottish Cup final Which will be another game In hand So by the time They meet by the time they meet Rangers on the second of Ibrooks. If they both continue to win all their games, and that remains a big if, it'll be 14 points on the morning of that match. Yeah,
6: listen, it doesn't help. Um, I always tend to work from the basis that teams will win their games in hand, so I work off the basis Mm. that the gap is only five points. You can do that in this instance. Listen, I don't know how to traditionally do that, I always just think that that is that's the best way of doing it because. These teams at the top of the league who tend to win their games Um, I think Celtic's two games in hand Home to Aberdeen, home to St Mirren Is that right? So you would imagine Normal circumstances Maybe these aren't normal circumstances Gordon They would win their games in hand And cut it to five I know the point you're making um, Are Celtic victims of the success Of getting to the Scottish Cup final? I don't know You'd surely rather be in the Scottish Cup final Than not in the Scottish Cup final Um, But it gets back to they need to win games Now for me It doesn't really matter so much In Prague on Thursday night Although I don't think They could afford another 4-1 defeat Like they had at Celtic Park. Mm-hmm. But after that They just need to win games
5: Okay thank you very much David And Blantyre Mark is an East Bride. He's got some thoughts On Neil Lennon's Passion at the moment We'll hear from him next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
5: it almost said it there Almost just creature the habit Gordon DL and Roger Hanna But it's Mark Wilson and Roger Hanna Anyone who's listened to the show He's been boring us to tears for the last 18 months About how he needs his hip operation Well he finally got it today um, If you follow him on Instagram He's actually uploaded a selfie Very Charles Green Do you remember that famous moment with Jim White and Charles Green on the bed With the hospital gown It's very Charles Greeny selfie Gordon DL Maybe I've still not cleared up yet whether it's... Um, Advisable That we get him on the phone Later on But I'll yeah, try Yeah
6: he promised he would text To tell me what he got For his dinner yeah. I mean, He was looking he, forward he, to no, that he, Trust
5: me he's phoned me already It was chicken nuggets Oh was uh, it Yeah yeah no, In case anyone was worried Yeah I know exactly.
6: he'd he ice cream When he came? Uh, he came out of surgery to be Very pleased with his ice cream At lunch
5: What a state he was in In the last few days Getting worked up to this So hopefully it all went fine But and anyway
6: he was, he was allowed to take his plate And his cutlery in I've no idea You were stuck with Roger Hanna
5: And <laughs> Mark Wilson tonight I'm afraid 01419511025 Let's bring in Another Mark This time calling from East Bride. How's it going Mark? How are you doing lads? I'm good All good What's your take on Celtic's Current situation then?
3: Well it's the current situation, but it's also I uh, just watching the manager. It's just the passion, the passion that that he's known for. That he was known for as a player. Uh, he was known for as a manager. First time around. He could install that, and the players. I just, I just think he just looks like a lost man. The when he's talking about the players, uh, he's he's not. He's kind of blaming them. He used to always say that they bring back the thunder and stuff like that, and that was there. I just don't think it's there it anymore. Uh, I don't think the passion's there. I don't think that the players are behind him and I just would like your thoughts on that.
7: Well, I, I mean, I would say his passion to win and succeed, I think, I think is still there. Um, but Mark, I would tend to agree with you the, the figure He's cutting just now On the touchline it, it does seem A different character From when I was there Now when I was there He was just Fresh out of playing he, will, he coached Like he played And on the touchline You knew when he was there And he was constantly there For 90 minutes You know Sometimes Barton instructions To get his point across Now the There's no doubt managers I think Melo's time goes on I think you see it with A lot of managers And a lot of top managers Um, And it seems like That's what's happened With with Neil Lennon Whether that's to the detriment Of the team or not Mm. that's, That's for others to decide But I do think he looks A lot quieter On the touchline Than he was first time round
5: How big an issue is this stuff Mark Because I think A lot of people will probably be listening at home um, Talking to Mark on on the line by the way Mark and East Bryden, And and maybe nodding along Mark And and maybe agreeing with you but Can this all be down to the fact That Neil Lennon's not quite as Shouty and animated as he once was On the touchline I mean is, is there perhaps more to it?
3: At times, he went over the score on the touchline uh, with his passion, but you could see, you could see that he wanted, he just wanted the team to win. But uh, it's just what I'll repeat it again. He's been known for that's what he's known for when he was a player, as a manager, as a motivator. He was known for a guy that uh, he wouldn't take any nonsense, and he, he could get through to the players and. That seems to be lost, and if that's lost, then that's to me. That's what, I and mean, it's sad. That's the way it looks. It looks as if he's he's done all he's shouting. He's he's done. He's tried to do his best. He's he's done all this, and it's not working anymore. And uh, I don't know. He just what? he just he just, he, he, he just doesn't look like the guy that. Uh,
6: so I was there
3: before Mark, I, don't th- I, don't
6: think it, I don't think it matters in the slightest I, I'm almost the exact same age as Neil Lennon And I would say I'm calmer and less demonstrative in life Than I was 10 years ago Than I was 20 years ago Were so, you, a, so, were you so, a bit wild 20 so, years ago? Because so, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine it No comment right, okay. So Neil Lennon in life is going to He's is, is older He's going to be calmer Less demonstrative Look at guys of a similar age Mourinho Mourinho used to charge about like A, 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 a madman He's a lot calmer now Guardiola is calmer now in the sidelines Than he was when he started at, at Barcelona it, it, It's just, it's an age thing Now, when Celtic last lost the league If you remember, 2011 They, they blew it at Inverness on a Wednesday night Neil Lennon booted a bottle of just in the track There were Celtic fans coming on the show saying This is terrible, he's, he's far too wound up He's booting things about that's not, that's not what you want from a Celtic manager Fast forward now and fans are complaining that he's not mm-hmm. kicking bottles of water up and down the trackside. So it's actually the reality of it is, it doesn't matter how you behave as long as the team's winning. When the team's not winning, people start picking mm-hmm. holes in your body language and the way you act and the way you look and what you say and what you do. Just get back mm-hmm. to the results. That, that's how managers are judged.
5: Is, is, and you're you're bang on because the obvious example would be Brendan Rodgers. He didn't he didn't kick bottles. He didn't rant and rave it, and he didn't have to. He was extremely successful. I suppose though, Roger, the counter argument might be is, what what if that is, what if that's Neil Lennon's style? What if that is, is what works for him? Because not all managers can be the same.
6: But he won a treble last season. He wasn't jumping up and down, mm-hmm. kicking bottles of water up and down the park. People weren't complaining then. Rangers are a lot better now, though, aren't they? Well. Listen, that's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Because had Rangers not been rampaging through teams at home and abroad, then there wouldn't have been such a gap and there would have been you know, a lot less focus on the way Celtic are playing. If Rangers had dropped six more points, if Rangers lost at home to Aberdeen at the weekend and the gap was suddenly... Only 8 points in, in real terms Only 2 points if you like Very a lot, different a, a lot of this wouldn't be happening But in the past few years Rangers haven't been strong Rangers haven't been able to keep pace mm. with Celtic This is the difference this season
5: What about the bigger picture though Mark? There must be something else You know, Celtic can't go from Sweeping everything aside domestically To real concerns amongst you and your fellow fans That that's not going to continue Just because the manager's lost a bit of his energy There must be something else out there That you think is contributing
3: it's not. It's not about. It. It's not about the energy. See the lack of energy and how he looks on the sidelines. That's a byproduct of uh, okay. the way things are going. I think. And in, in the dressing room, uh, I mean, he, he doesn't seem to take any blame on himself. He just keeps saying, you know, oh, it's softness and laziness and stuff like that, you know. But he's the guy. He he was the main motivator. He, he's the guy that could get them up for anything He was bringing back the Thunder And he, he did do it But now now I think I just, I don't know I just think that he's lost I just think
5: he's lost something
3: That spark And you have to have a spark And I think he's lost the spark I don't think they're playing
5: for him anymore The, the frustrating thing about these conversations Is Mark and East Cobride might be right But when you start talking about sparks You're talking about something that's not really Tangible You can't really quantify yes, yeah. What that isn't And what it isn't um, Mark Wilson You've been in the dressing room With him Whether he's changed or not f- From your experiences What were Slash Are Neil Lennon's Key strengths As a manager Like, well, there's
7: I think everyone knows What he was like In terms of motivation Now I've touched on it Loads of times in the show How tactically He knew what he was doing And he doesn't get A lot of credit for that But there is no doubt That motivation Was a key point Is And Sometimes it was motivation. Sometimes it was fear. Players were scared of letting them down. Now my group of players, you know, we, they seemed a wee bit older in the head than the group that is just now. That you could absolutely take a doing off them at half time, and you would go out and try and prove them wrong. And that group of players was successful. Guys like Joe Edley and things like Charlie McGrew was a great example. Charlie McGrew used to get it all the time, off Neil, all the time. But Charlie turned it to be. An outstanding player For Neil Lennon I just wonder that Some of the players Who've came in Are they used to that style Of coaching? Does that get the best out of them? Are they reacting the right way? I think guys like McGregor Mm -hmm. and Scott Brown It's fine for them They know that They know the score I wonder if some of the other guys Can relate to that side of it?
5: How do you fix that then? Because there's only one manager And that's why he takes the false seat And again, I am hypothetical Because I'm not in there I I don't know But let's say Neil Lennon's style Isn't getting through That's why managers Take the fall, isn't it? Because it's a lot easier To change one manager Than to try and make 22 players get on the same page Listen, he did say
7: Now, I took this another way Neil Lennon did say The culture has to change I have to change the culture Now, I assumed He meant that he was going to change To be more vocal I don't know, maybe maybe he's been too vocal behind closed doors And he's talking about he has to change the culture As and take a softer approach I, I stood here and says I think we're going to see Neil Lennon That he's seen the touchline uh, 10 years ago Maybe he was having a go at himself Because that night he did say I have to look at myself as well We don't actually know what goes on behind closed doors We can only assume And from me being there in that dressing room 10 years ago or whatever it was To now, it seems that the game has moved on We all know that but it seems a different group of players Led by the same guy, Scott Brown and things But there's always so much mm. Scott Brown and Cal McGregor Can do to pass on to these young boys The players can either take to it or they can't And just now it looks like they're struggling Majorly struggling with confidence uh, When they cross that white but line
6: w- w- When do the players start taking responsibility though Mark? I was fascinated listening to you on Saturday night You were talking about a conversation you'd had with Paddy McCourt That... They just played the interview of Neil Lennon's interview after the Easter Road game On Saturday, and he spoke about softness, and he spoke about laziness, and he spoke about this and that. And you said you and Paddy had been talking about it, and sometimes that's the kind of things he accused you of. But you played in a team where the players weren't soft and they weren't lazy, and that sort of criticism drove you on yeah. to not let them down the next week, and not let ourselves down, and not let the fans down. When does this team? Give a reaction to the manager
7: Yeah It has to be soon Because let's be honest There isn't a lot of time We we took The, the kick up the backside For Neil Lennon And we responded to it In the mundane training And then followed that on in games We could do it but Just because we knew That's the way he was These players can't Keep not turning up And Sardy Was another example of them Not turning up
5: I can't keep going on Because eventually Neil Lennon will, will run out of chances Alright let's bring in Brian Who's a Celtic fan On the line How do you feel about it all Brian?
1: Right Now We'll deal with facts Rather than Nubbies And who could have been And what's happening In the dressing rooms That were None of that. What I want to address What I want to address Is the Celtic fans Right That are coming on this show And Celtic fans That are on uh, media, um, Social media um, Calling for the head A man who came in and helped us to become, I mean history makers, we are one game away from winning a quadruple treble, that should not that should not be, yes we're, we're in a slump right now and yes the players are not doing what we require for it to be done there's a few mitigating circumstances but anybody that's calling for Neil Lennon's head because they think that he doesn't want 10 in a row are utter mad don't know that the man is hurting more so than, than us because he's at the sharp end. He's in his livelihood. He's in his boyhood dream job. He loves the job. And by the way, I'll say it again, he was put there because of a situation that was caused by another manager walking away. So the Celtic fans, and I'll use that term loosely, I'm not saying you're not entitled to be upset because you are. I am upset about the football. But we have no got any right to win everything. The fact of the matter is, Rangers have recruited well. And the fact of the matter is, Rangers are having a, a bloody good time. They from the start of this season
5: to right now, they're a better side than us. Just to explain that logic to me a little bit, Brian, because I've heard that quite a few times. So I'd like to find out a bit more. You know, your, your message to Celtic fans is, we've got no right to win everything. I, I'm not sure I've heard anyone who... Is criticising Neil Lennon or wants better for their team, pretending that that, that you've got a right to, to win everything? Surely there's a there's a middle ground where you're just really disappointed with what you're seeing, and you want it fixed. That doesn't mean you think you've got a right to win everything. Surely.
1: No, no. My my point is, it's not about it's that entitlement, that hubris that that um, has crept in, has crept in. Because I'm I'm a vintage. I'm, I'm a 53 year old man. I have seen. I, I I was there at Love Street. I was there when Dundee United were going to win the league. I've, I've seen the ups and downs. I was there when um, Scott McDonald put us out and, and beat us in the last second, the last days. So can that happen again this season? Possibly, yes. But do we know a fact that Neil Lennon's lost the dressing room? Neil Lennon's lost respect? The only thing that I'm losing is respect for a certain section of the Celtic fans. Now these are, they, see the guys that I go to the football with, Mark, um, the, the guys that I go to the football with, they wouldn't come on this show because, uh, you know, you had, you had Hugh, um, who's, for me, a comic journalist, turning around and saying that my club was laughable. When they're one, one game away, if we beat Aberdeen, we win a quadruple treble. We have got a Pops. challenge against Rangers. We had, Hearts, sorry, hearts. we have got a challenge against Rangers and I, and I understand that and well done to them they're, they're picking up the baton and then they're running there so instead of becoming a fractious um, let's sack the manager because the timing is all wrong any manager even if the great Alec Ferguson couldn't come in at 25 games and, and cobble together, knit together and put this team Neil Lennon is the man that has to work that one out He's got the team there and and by the way, a half a season, a quarter of a season, a third of a season, whatever's went, this team didn't just stop being full winners. There, there's been mitigating circumstances. Whatever happened, behind closed doors and all of the guesswork that he's having the show, it's fun for Rangers fans to listen to. It's cringeworthy for Celtic fans to listen to, but that is football.
5: We're a bit short on time, Brian, and we need to get the travel, so... In a word Will Celtic
6: still win the league? Possibly Possibly Alright I'll take that I did ask for one word You weren't expecting that word Gordon I wasn't o- I'm o- with Brian People of my vintage and Brian's vintage know That Celtic will possibly win the league the I'm kn- home for th- something th- a bit th- 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 more. Th- They know that football is cyclical Okay
5: I'll get you to elaborate that on a minute o- 01419511025 one one oh Good time to call You could be up next
0: 1419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
5: Mark Wilson is here in place of his old pal Gordon D L, who's locked up in some hospital ward somewhere, recovering from his hip operation. We wish him well. Clearly, you can tell we're very sympathetic. Roger Hannah's here as well, as always on a Tuesday. Uh, let's make it two Rogers. Roger is in Uddingston uh, coming at this from a Rangers fans' perspective. Roger, how are you feeling at the moment?
9: Oh, on the roof, mate. T-Mail roof. Honestly, um, I'm off on the moon with Rangers right now. Uh, But I have just a couple of points to make. I generally think that we've got a couple of gears to go up um, watching them. Um, They've not been um, under a lot of pressure. Um, But when they they seem to be, they're maybe not getting many chances. They just all of a sudden just click into gear. Um, I was listening to a couple of ex-pros. I look forward to hearing Mark's um, interpretation of Rangers later on. But... There was an incident when um, listening to one of the other channels, and uh, a former, uh, sort of, a current Premier League player says, "Was it like to play against Rangers?" I think it was that guy Bartley at, at Livingston, and he says, "Look, we don't know who to pick up because of the runners, the movement." And I was watching the game on Saturday, my son, on Sunday, and my son, and I said, "Look, where does can play. He's not a winger. He's coming in. He's coming deep. He's got. He's going wide. He's going in the middle." I think there's a, a couple of years of Rangers who go up, and I think they should really put the, the, the foot on the gas and just,
7: just run away with us. To be I think, um, you know, analysing Rangers this season, you know, you've got to give them maximum credit, Roger. I think, um, if it was Bartley that said that, I think he's spot on. I think the work that Rangers have done in pre season, you can see is extensive, even with the international break, the time that Stephen Gerrard and and Beal have taken to work on certain things, just an open play, you can clearly see come to fruition on a Saturday or Sunday. You've seen it on Sunday, you're right about Kent. Andy Halliday, we're lucky enough to have on this show, has gave us an insight at what Kent has added to his game because the coaching team have drilled it into him. So all the points that they're working on in training, you can clearly see on the pitch on a Sunday and it's very difficult to play against. The movement, for instance, in our midfield three, every one of them knows where the other should be in relation to the ball or relation to their teammate. You know, Kent has got much of a free roll sometimes The strikers know that when that ball goes wide to Barisic or Tavernier it's coming in the box All these things add up to the way Rangers are playing this season You've got to say it's impressive to watch You can't take
5: anything away from them And you said that, Roger, this also all adds up to the amount of pressure we're hearing on Celtic from Celtic fans yeah. on the line because not only this is not only about Celtic being below par it's combined with Rangers' best start to a
6: top flight season in 53 years yeah. or whatever it is So, that yeah, and remark- and Listen, I know the point Roger's making about going up through the gears Rangers are doing this, you spoke about it off air earlier on Gordon Morelos isn't playing particularly well So if he hits a run of form or a run of goals Can you imagine what it's going to be like? Giannis Hadji isn't playing particularly well If he hits the type of form that he showed at the start of the year between January and March then that could take Rangers to another level Roger made the, the joke about Kamar Roof at the start He probably hasn't yet shown his top form Rangers are still to integrate Cedric Eaton, Bangani Zungu You don't know what you know what kind of impact They're going to make But the momentum that Rangers are carrying just you now Is phenomenal uh, A couple of Sundays ago the Aki's game I was listening to it on the radio It was 0-0, took a quick phone call Came back off the phone, Rangers were 3-0 up uh, Some of the, mm. the score lines They're unheard of in you know, from a Rangers team of the of the last decade, and that will worry Celtic fans as much as Neil Lennon's body language
5: Roger, some of the counter arguments you hear along the lines of Rangers don't have the winning mentality yet they'll they'll blow it when the pressure's on they've fallen apart in the last two seasons. What's to say that won't happen again? all the rest of it I'm, I'm sure you've heard them how would you how would you defend that? How would you disagree with them if at all?
9: Um, I think This is Gerard's third season in charge I think he's had time to take stock Of his first season And then also his second season um, And then he now realises um, As a manager of Rangers uh, What he's up against um, And also he managed one and a half of the old firms it's, um, It was a question event recently It's now a two horse race again um, And all will shots left my blue horses in the in lead at the moment I think they've learnt the lessons And I'm, I'm glad they won't be I want a break. I'm glad. The, I'm glad Dubai is not on the horizon. Um, but remember, as a Rangers supporter, we've had this for eight years, no eight weeks. They guys had us for eight weeks and and listen to the phone and I'm a team on the cusp of winning a quadruple treble and all interested in getting ten in a row. That's um, well, the I'm the guy who phoned last year. Um, who was going to sacrifice getting nine in a row for winning the Europa League. You're going to ask me I want to sacrifice ten in a row for Europa League.
5: Go on then. What do you think? <laughs>
9: Um, Can I get back to that
5: one? Thought you might say that. Um, I mean, Mark, Roger's shown, we're getting into the psychological side of it, the emotional side. I've, I've seen this a lot on social media from Rangers fans. Like, look at these Celtic fans kicking up a fuss. If they've been through what we've been through in the last eight years, you know, that's what real pain is, that's what real torture is. But you know That, that doesn't That doesn't, doesn't really help anyone Does no. it I mean uh, it if, you're, if you're a Celtic fan You just yeah. want things fixed
7: <laughs> Of course Celtic Rangers Doesn't matter If they've been level pegging Year on year For the last 10 years It's still the same If it comes to This time Any season And one's underperforming You're always going to get The fans on here An uproar Of how things are going um, And This time It's Celtic fans But And with Roger All is not lost And there's still plenty Of games to play And uh It'll be an interesting few weeks ahead That's for sure
5: Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard Shall we He says qualifying for the knockout stages Of the Europa League With two games to spare Would be a massive boost Domestically He says taking the pressure off Would help him manage the squad In the winter period And says they'll go foot to the floor Against Benfica
7: We want Thursday to be pivotal. We want it to be a big night. Uh, It's a shame that we haven't got the crowd here to help us like they have done before. So we've got to motivate ourselves and come out and try and get a qualification done as quick as we can. There's three games to go. We've gave ourselves a fantastic platform, but we're playing an unbelievable team full and littered of top players but we're going to go foot to the floor um, on Thursday and give it everything we can to try and get the job done because maybe it can help us further down the line domestically. That'll be the challenge. Hopefully we can achieve that. If it does, uh, it'll certainly help us from a domestic point of view in terms of looking after people but you know, we certainly want to get it done as quick as we can. That's going to be the challenge. I've certainly got the options and it's in a, I'm in a fantastic place at the moment for that. But the key is can we keep them healthy and keep the group um, in a good place for, th- for the rest of the season. If we do, we'll continue to give teams a lot of problems.
6: Yeah, and, and listen, I think he's speaking very well at the minute. Um, he's trying to keep everyone's feet on the ground, but he's also, I think, inwardly extremely confident about his team. More confident than I've been at any stage of his managerial career with this team. Um, I would have been. I'd be interested to know, you know, in private moments, whether he thinks. But he's surprised how well they've played this season, um, that spell as Roger the caller, touched upon after Dubai last season, they collapsed, and I think you know even the most ardent Rangers fan must have had a doubt at the back of their mind how they would restart again they, that game in Leverkusen, at, you know, in last season's Europa you know, League before. This proper season kicked off. I don't think anyone could have imagined Rangers starting as well as they so did. So they've surprised you as well, we take it, yeah. Oh, I, I, listen, I think they've surprised. everybody the best start as you've just you said for yeah. fifty-three years. And look, look at the defensive stats. They will have surprised everybody. And I think if the Rangers management were honest, they must have surprised them as well.
7: And the argument about the defensive wise early on in the season was a lot. Oh well, they have not really played anybody, and it's still to come up against a, a top strike right force. I think when they went to Celtic Park and people. Rightly had to go to Celtic that day. They were still playing against top players, and they still managed another shutout. And they followed on against top team, and uh, and that's oh, listen. That's that's what successful teams are built on. So it's, it's great having players at the top end of the pitch mm-hmm. who can work magic and people pay to see. But if you're not keeping clean sheets at the back, you're not going to win anything. And this Rangers team. Have fallen into a good habit. Of keeping clean sheets at the minute.
5: Yeah, because I guess if you're looking for a sign, uh, Roger, Hannah, that, that this will flip on its head and Celtic will come good and Rangers would, you know, will fall apart. Other than it happened last season and the season before, that doesn't seem to be any signs at the moment. And that's not to say it can't happen. I, I can't predict the future, no, but, but
6: and, and and quite the opposite as well. Rangers have had some tricky after you know you get down that day at Kilmarnock, they won one nil, and they were. Easily better than on But the last 10 minutes of that game, there were a couple of sticky moments. It was a brophy free kick, I think, that went close. I think Alan McGregor had to make a save. In seasons gone past, that's the type of Sunday afternoon that Rangers were to drop points. Um, there was a lot of expectation on Rangers on Sunday that they were going to sweep aside Aberdeen. Aberdeen had problems with personnel, and Rangers were going to sweep them aside. And in previous seasons, maybe that's just the day that they would have stumbled a little bit. Absolutely no sign of it on Sunday. Went in 1 4 Now could have won by more. Eat the pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk
10: slash football.
5: Beat the Pundit time Your chance to win a signed ball And secure yourself some bragging rights If you get one over On Mark Wilson or Roger Hanna You've got the chance For a bit of an education tonight Bob. I want
7: to witness it You're used to, we have to you're, the coin?
5: You're used to being in here with DL Which is very different Nah no, I want to see a master at work well, tonight We'll see what happens 01419511025 If you feel brave enough tonight Now is the time to step up to the plate The lines close at 7 o'clock So be quick Your chance to beat the Pundit is next
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
5: Roger Hannes here Mark Wilson Alongside him this evening And it's the usual number If you want to get in touch 01419511025 We kicked off the show With again Lots of debate About Celtic's form At the moment Where they're at Who's to blame Who's not to blame I would expect more of that between now and 8 o'clock But if you want to change tact a little bit If you want to talk about tonight's football Or even what's coming up in Europe towards the end of this week Let's do that as well 01419511025 After this
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk
3: Slash football
5: Okay, beat the pundit time Let's meet tonight's contestant David is calling in from Barhead How's it going, David? (laughs) Sorry, not too bad You feeling confident? Aye, alright did you, did you think it was Tuesday night I'll phone up and get DL uh, And you've realised he's not here?
6: Um, a wee bit
5: A wee bit, that's fine <laughs> If he's listening he'll be chucking his bedpan at the wall He'll be, he'll be raging As long as it's empty <laughs> well, I still need to find out if we can get him on the phone later I don't know if that's advisable But I'll look into it uh, Right, let's toss the coin See what's happening Heads, it's Mark Wilson Tails, it is Roger Hannah it's heads. Ooh, pressure's oh, on. Oh no. Pressure's on. You've got the glare of the master. He's the headmaster, master just signal. Uh, like, no. yeah, to be fair, it can't be worse than, than DL who usually puts you off and laughs at all oh, your wrong answers. Yeah, Roger wouldn't yeah. do that, I don't think.
6: No.
5: Expect wrong answers though, Roger. That's all I'm gonna say. Well right. I
6: right. usually work with DL on a Tuesday night. Let's give Mark some, course. some Clyde Two to
5: listen to it. I'll put thirty seconds in your clock, David. You're going up against Mark and you can pass. That is all you need to know. You ready? Yep. Top man, your chance to beat the pundit starts. No. In what year did Celtic last lose a League Cup final? Uh, 2016. Who scored Scotland's first penalty against Serbia? Oli McBurney. Which English side did Chris Boyd sign for after his first Rangers spell? Middlesbrough. Who did Shane Duffy play for before Brighton? Oh, Pass. Who are Hearts playing tonight? Uh, a. Where did Rangers sign Kemar Roof from? Andalek. Who are top of the Scottish Championship? Rayfellers Okay, okay Let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark, can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now In what year did Celtic last lose a League Cup final? 2014 Who scored Scotland's first penalty against Serbia? Lee Griffiths Which English side did Chris Boyd sign for After his first Rangers spell? Middlesbrough Who did Shane Duffy play for before Brighton? Pass. Who are Hearts playing tonight? Our. Where did Rangers sign Kima Roof from? But Which side are top of the Scottish Championship? The What was the points gap between Celtic and Rangers at the end of last season? Fourteen. <laughs> okay, okay, David. How do you think that went? I think it's. I think it's. Do you think so? I I good David I think it's pretty tight Let's find out just how tight In what year did Celtic last lose A League Cup final When did you leave Celtic? 2012 Did you leave on the back of this? Oh was it the killer game? It was the Kermarman <laughs> game I got game. out of there I knew things was falling apart Roger 2012 Who's, None of you. Who scored the goal? Oh Easy. now you're asking Aye that's a difficult one Dieter van Tornhout There we go I listen and beat it's the like, pun every teaser. four weeks <laughs> uh, Who scored Scotland's First penalty against Serbia It was Lee Griffiths David Oli McBurney Came yes. a bit later on So Mark yes, Wilson Goes yes, one in yes. front Which English side Did Chris Boyd sign for After his first Rangers spell It was Middlesbrough You both got it Mark stays one up Who did Shane Duffy play for Before Brighton Roger Burnley Blackburn Really Yeah it was oh. uh, so there we go. None of you got that. It makes me feel a bit
6: better. Yeah, but he got that he's wrong. Human.
5: Uh, you're still 2 1 in front, Mark Wilson. Hearts play Alloa tonight. You both got it, so it's a slender lead. Where did Rangers sign Kamar Roof from? Anderlecht. David got it. Did he's he? Oh, no! He's level. <laughs> <laughs> On to question 7 oh, That's a great seven. shout. Which side are top of the Scottish Championship? Mark went Dunfermline. Yeah. Yeah. David went Wraith Rovers. The answer is done David. Oh, I hate to say I it. That one. Oh, I hate it. David. <laughs> yes. Trust me, it pains me to see that smug look on his red coat. Yes. But he's done it. Unlucky, David. No,
11: you're all right. I'll play
5: my Ah, Good great Mark. game, David. Well done. Brilliant. That was David and Barhead. There we go. If you think you're brave enough,
6: see, see how well you can do when Dale's not here to play you, know, you know. off.
5: I know. You think no, that was doing never well? Never in doubt. Kamal Roof from Brighton. Can you think that's him doing well? Well, it's oh. just the other side of the water. My wow. really that's isn't it. That, I feel great though. Well doing on. it in front of Roger There you go Well done David Wonderful. Thanks for taking part Great performance you If you Thank think you. you're brave enough Same time tomorrow 01419511025 uh, You are correct Both of you Hearts playing Aloha tonight And Hibs Against St Johnston, underway Easter Road as well, Roger. Seven o'clock kickoffs.
6: They're a great thing for newspapers. N- newspapers. Nice early match reports. And Dumbarton against Falkirk as well tonight. Big night for Jim Duffy. Saw his team a couple of weeks ago down at Kilmarnock. And a big night for Falkirk because those players will be playing, not just for three points, but mm-hmm. basically playing for their places against Rangers on Sunday. Is it
5: unheard of as it would be in this city for. Hibs and Hearts To be playing at the same time At
6: home Yeah I don't remember that before Don't remember it I mean, And did obviously did it, did it A few years ago Yeah and it was ago, the first time in, Yeah I was think it? Somebody said since 1979 yeah. I think it was Something like that right, Can't any, ever any, remember Hibs Any and out
5: there Tell us when was the last time Hibs and Hearts kicked off At the same time at home That's what I want to know For tonight There's a real test for you um, Lots of incentive though Roger Disappointing end To the game for Hibs At the weekend Obviously but nevertheless, you know, yeah. big picture, a point I, against Celtic's decent. Yeah. And so, I, th-
6: I think Jack Ross would really take positives because prior to the international break was the low point of Hib's season. They lost to the Hearts in the semi-final. They took a bit of a pasting up at Aberdeen on a Friday night, and I think for the first time, you could tell Jack Ross was thoroughly mm. fed up with them after that game at Petardry. So he wanted a reaction. He might not have got all three points But I think he got the reaction He was looking for Against Celtic at the Hearts weekend. are
5: ahead already By the way Andy Haldie with the cross It was probably deflected We'll ask him about it um, When he's in here Later in the week And Michael Smith Volleys home To make it 1-0 To the Jambos um, St Johnson, Mark Proving pretty difficult To beat at the moment And they got yeah. a, a draw Against Motherwell at the weekend, they've they've got a chance that there's a little tight portion of that league. The problem is the teams have all played kind of different amounts of games. But St Johnston, Motherwell, Comanock, all in and around each other. Yeah. A real chance for them to yeah. I think Callum Davidson, yeah, I'll be I'll be happy
7: enough with how they're ticking along just now. I mean, I came on <laughs> I came in the wrong end there. They're they're uh, attacking players uh, as I did quite often with other teams. But um, St Johnston, you know, they've got decent players and Stevie Maeve If they get him, you know. Hitting the back of the net Then they've certainly got a chance But I think he'll be quite happy With how they're going along And uh, they'll look to finish In the top half of the league But you're right It's so congested just now Gordon It's quite difficult To get a real picture Of who the favourites are For that top six at the minute
6: I think they will miss Murray Davidson I think he got a sore one At the weekend um, And yeah. it's important for them as well In that same area of the pitch That they hold on to young Ali McCann because He's a good player He, him. he, he yeah. has been a revelation In the Northern Ireland Set up now a couple of caps. And I think they'll need to keep hold of him if they want to have you know aspirations of pushing for the top six. Um, at a quick glance, the Hibs team looks largely unchanged. Paul McGinn,
5: did he start at the weekend? Yeah. Against Celtic? Yes. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it is unchanged, actually. McGinn, Porteous, Hanlon, Mackie, Boyle, Gogic, Newell, Mallon, Murphy, Nisbet? Yeah. Yes, there we go. Unchanged. No surprise there. Like I say, Margot, no. that, that's one of those ones, isn't it? The Hibs players probably feel. Feel like it's a defeat At the end of the game They would have done No weekend. doubt
7: about it Coming off that pitch 2-0 up are How many minutes was there to go Maybe 10 So minutes to go Um well, there's there's no that, doubt. I think Was it not Nine minutes Something like that You look up at that clock I think you think At that point You've done enough So there's no doubt They would have been disappointed But Roger's right I mean the way Hibs have been going Is pretty unpredictable This season So Jack Ross I think if you asked him Before the game Would they have taken a
5: point Yes But Mm. Um, the way they finished it They oh, would have been yeah, no. I bow to your superior knowledge 79 minutes Say the words penalty was I thought it was a bit later than that My humble apologies Let's bring in Michael Who is a Celtic fan On the line Give us your take On what's going on Michael
11: um, Good evening gents How are you doing Gordon hey, How are you doing Roger And how are you doing Mark um, Mark you were a good player in your day pal I used to watch you in that You know I'm actually um, 48 years old today And I've been watching Celtic Since I was like 6
5: years old is it Uncle Michael By any chance <laughs> Thanks uh, Michael, Michael and happy uh, birthday <laughs> Many happy returns Michael, happy birthday, Michael. Michael. He's, He's even going to Stick a fiver in it For that nice compliment What about the current crop well, How are they doing for you uh,
11: no, no very good um, uh, The thing is What fans are Talking about here Is the, the 17 goal Difference that Rangers have um, Now there has been Titles in the past Obviously not in Scotland Maybe in England Or whatever uh, In other leagues And all that That They've, um, they've won the title on goal difference. Um, and that's what's worrying me, gents, you know. Um, and what I, what I think is, Celtic would need to, even though they've won their two games in hand, okay, we're down to five. And then after that, say so, uh, Celtic would need to be really scoring a lot, of, a lot of goals to get drag that back for the goal difference. So that's kind of worrying for myself. But like what Brian was saying earlier, eh, with regards to no, we haven't got any right to run anything. But at the end of the day, what you said, Gordon, was a good point. I thought um, that at the end of the day, you don't like seeing your team playing the way that they are. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's I feel sorry for Neil Lennon in a sense as well, um, because he's trying to he's trying to motivate them. And me, me personally, I watched the Hibs Celtic game on Saturday and I thought, these are just walking a bit here like these are on a training session. And like, their, their body language and all that just does not seem right at all, you know what I mean? I just think the midfield and all that is a bit weak. Me personally, I would like to see the fringe players get more, more game time and that, uh, you know. But uh, I just think it would, it would probably be maybe be wrong timing. But if it carries on, if we lose any more points, I would just give the trophy to Rangers right now.
5: All right, let's put some of that t- to the guys. Michael's talking about goal difference, Roger. That's something you only... Te- the reason no one's talking about it is because you only tend to talk about it when the points gap's yeah, close. Yeah, because, I'd you know, more it's, worried about
6: the 11 points and the 17 goals, I um, have to say at the minute. To be fair to Michael,
5: though, what what it, what it might be is is a, a sort of sign of, of, of the levels because it's not it's not just as if Celtic have taken... You know, Had a couple of off days and, and Rangers have had a couple of breaks You know, the,
6: the,
5: There are other stats out there Which back up Rangers' level of dominance And that, that would be one of them
6: Yeah, and that is perhaps going to be The biggest issue for Celtic Winning the two games in hand at home As we said, home to St Mirren, home to Aberdeen The Celtic could win those games And cut it to five the, the problem is, where do you see Rangers Dropping points in a minute? Rangers would need to lose two games So... Other than the old firm games, that man, you wonder where Rangers are going to to lose these points from. You know they've just beaten Aberdeen four Um They've gone to Kilmarnock and won the game down there. You know they've beaten Motherwell. Um, oh, sorry, they've took, you know they've got points at Motherwell that haven't you know adversely affected them. If you know what I mean through the season, so they've shown they can go and take these teams on. They've shown they can go and get the points. So other than the old firm games themselves. You wonder where the Rangers are, are mm. going to lose the points they need to lose at the minute. Yeah, it's a good point, Mark, because I know we're getting the crystal ball out, but Livingston now
5: doesn't look as difficult a place to go as it, as it did last season. Certainly, mm-hmm. um, so, so you're kind of looking at, as Roger says, where where might it happen? To be, of course, Celtic and Rangers need to play three times. Yeah, but at the moment you're looking for for signs. Yeah, for signs. At this moment, no, there isn't any signs the way Rangers are playing
7: I do still think they will drop points I don't think they'll go through the season, you know, invincibles and um, Or anything like that from here um, They will drop points But whether it comes soon enough for it to be, you know, anything Celtic can do is another question um, But as a different landscape just now, you're right There are teams... Uh, not playing particularly well this season That Rangers may have went to In struggles There are teams that they've went there And dealt with I think I thought Kilmarnock a couple of weeks ago A 1-0 victory there Was a step in the right direction as well So it doesn't look particularly good But of course it comes hand in hand With Celtic and 17 goals behind And stuff like that That There's no doubt as well That Celtic aren't It's it fluid going forward I know they scored 2 at the weekend But it's last gasp I know they score 3 at Pertod- But I, 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 again It's it's not clicking at the minute for Celtic And it seems everything is falling into the right place At the other side of the city for Rangers
5: Michael you said you feel sorry for Neil Lennon It, it was a mixed bag last night It's been a mixed bag again But I feel like tonight we're getting more of You know Back off Neil Lennon type stuff on, on the phones And it's not just him and, and blame the players What are they doing about it What's your own feeling on that side of things?
11: It does look a lost soul Gordon on the, on the touchline and it's very frustrating for me. I mean, I'm a redhead myself, right? And I'm quite a passionate guy, right? Um, so, to, to be honest with going? you, uh, not, And what I'm saying is, <laughs> what Mark was saying earlier. Um, he he's he's been in Neil Neil Lennon's dressing room. Mark Mark knows he scored. You know what I mean? And I agree with Mark. Mark's an ex Celtic player, and he knows the cracks. You know what I mean? So.
5: Um, well there's nothing worse than seeing an unhappy redhead on the touchline I must admit oh, I've been at the tail end of a few of them Stracking then Lennon
7: <laughs> Not good when he's standing a yard away from you in your right back and he's on the touchline I know what it's all about Michael
5: Michael you know what I, I like that It's the first mention of hair colour I think we've had on, on Super Scoreboard in a long time So appreciate it Thanks to Michael in Liverpool 01419511025 I think
6: it's, it's the first mention we've had since the L's went a different colour overnight Funny that, do you know what? I kind of forgot about that. You know, he's got the kind of Philip Schofield at the moment,
5: right? Yes, was it yesterday? Last week was the the anniversary of the mean tweets. Hugh Keevens is a Specky Tube. I think it was a couple of days ago. It was like the two year anniversary. And it popped up on my screen. And I thought, well, I'm going to watch this. Any chance to hear Specky Tube again? No problem. Click through it. And then it gets to DL. And the Schofield's not there. He's got the, the Just for Men. (laughs) <laughs> and he just totally forget that he just abandoned I it night.
7: I cannot believe we didn't give him more stick for that At the time How uh, he just came in one One time and it was a totally different colour Unbelievable I'll need yeah. to have a look at that Is the mean tweet's coming back? By the way, somebody was asking me there's, About
6: that the other day There's
5: enough of them out there, let yeah, me tell they're,
6: you they're, they're currently recording it in the Queen Elizabeth <laughs> Hospital <laughs> That's just tonight
5: as well Let's bring in Stuart and Clydebank Hi hey, Stuart um, My point is
12: you know what, I think Celtic are getting criticised and quite rightly that they haven't been playing particularly well but I don't think Rangers are getting the praise that they deserve. I think everything about Rangers this year, they look fitter, hungrier, stronger and the, the football they're playing is absolutely terrific. Watching the Aberdeen game on Sunday and I just thought they, that could have been 8 nothing, and Aberdeen couldn't have had a complaint about it and they've done that to other teams this, this season as well. just think that Stephen Gerrard set them up Really well Everybody knows their job Celtic sometimes When I watch them Sometimes I see They look like lost souls They they look as if they don't know What their jobs are
5: Uh, Do you know what Stuart I think that's just The unique nature of this city though Because Just to give you An insight into the way This show works You're a Rangers fan I'm getting bombarded on Twitter By Rangers fans last night Saying We don't want to hear From other Rangers fans On the phone We want to hear Disappointed Celtic fans So you can't have it both ways And, and say that, that you know that Rangers aren't getting the credit For what it's worth Mark I think Rangers are getting Plenty of credit And they uh, deserve it Well Only what 15-20 minutes ago
7: I, I said what Stuart said The work that's been put in By Stephen Gerrard And his coaching team You can clearly see He's come Came to fruition On the pitch Everybody knows their jobs Almost echoed there What Stuart's just said there um, I gave them huge credit I've done I've given them Huge credit Throughout this season Because It's hard not to give them credit I, I, at what point can you not give Rangers credit The way they're playing We touched on it before Grounds that they were finding difficult to go to They're going there and winning at ease um, They're they're winning in the right manner And you have to take your hat off to them And say that they're playing very, very well
6: Yeah, And they're getting official credit as well Because if you look at the SPFL Player of the Month Awards so far I think August, Ryan Kent, September, James Tavernier October, Conor Goldson I think the November one gets voted on next week So who would be the mm. front runners for that? Perhaps Tavernier again Perhaps you. Scott yeah. Arfield Stephen Gerrard's got two Manager of the Month awards already th- This season So they're getting that official credit As well as you know the credit that w- we're giving them Sure, I'm sure it is a, a full package It kind of has to be t- To be doing as well as
5: Rangers are But if I was to force you to pick one Aspect, if you like That's impressing you the most What would it be? I mean some, For some people it might be Recruitment For other people it might be Tactics within a game Other people it might be Improvement in individual players From from last season Do you have one One kind of driving factor That you think stands out One thing for
12: me And it obviously stands out Is the defence Last year There was a lot of games I felt very nervy And I felt like Connor Goldson Thought he was something That wasn't it I thought he was Trying to be Trans Beckenberg at the back Knew he does what he's good at And he very seldom Wastes a pass as well You know I think he's really Really came through this I think he's been really good
5: Roger, you're nodding furiously, at least I think that's what yeah. you're
6: doing over there Listen, in the past, in the past, people have criticised and I've criticised And I used to talk in the show about that little area Between Tavernier and Goldson and how opposition teams used to sort of exploit it You've seen it at Celtic Park in the past, other teams did it as well That gap isn't there anymore And it's not as if Tavernier's stopped galloping forward If anything, he's galloping forward more often So that would indicate to me that Taverniers improved It would indicate Goldson's improved You asked for one aspect That's impressed about Rangers what Do you think the improvement As you say In individuals mm-hmm. And then that becomes An improvement in the unit Thank you very much To Stuart
5: and Clyde Bank Right Will, will we put a Will we put a call out next Will we, will we try The Queen Elizabeth Oh yes Oh dear I think, oh, dear. If, think if, it's that time of the night If oh,
6: Haki right, cakes, answers Hang up the phone
5: Right We'll call the Queen Elizabeth <laughs> next And see what we can do See if we can track him down But first something Far more important than that I want to tell you about
0: Cash for Kids Mission
5: Christmas Yes folks, it is that time of the year Hoping that you can help us do our bit Because Christmas every year should be a time for families and celebration And I know there's been a bit of a development on that front for you today In terms of what you can and can't do But unfortunately, even aside from all that Unfortunately for thousands and thousands of children across Glasgow in the West It is just another day And especially after the hard year it's been We really want to try and and make a bit of a difference We just want to make Christmas Day different For these children When I say different I'm not talking anything special Or or out of the ordinary Just things that we would take for granted Money in the metre Maybe a small gift A hot meal Like I say Things that we just take for granted every day Never mind at Christmas. Now, you can help make this happen by supporting Clyde's One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas this year with J&D Pierce. Uh, let's hear from Angela from Glasgow Women's Aid to tell us the difference that your donations can make to local children this year.
13: That £25 is an absolute lifeline to them. It's the difference between having nothing and having something and the stress that
5: causes for mum at a really, really difficult time through the pandemic if you can help out, just donate whatever you can. I know it's tough times for everyone. Go to clyde1.com and click on Appeal.
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
5: Gordon DL is not with us tonight I think we might be able to speak to him soon Mark Wilson takes his place And Roger Hanna is joining us as always on a Tuesday night Let me set up your full time teaser before we do anything um, I, don't know we're, I don't know if we're going to have to go through the switchboard At the Queen Elizabeth here Or whether we can get him <laughs> on the mobile But we'll try it just for a bit of fun uh, Your full time teaser tonight sent in by Crazy Pony again He wants to know Eight players who've played in all three of the major city derbies in Scotland. So he's talking Old Firm derby, Edinburgh derby, Dundee derby, and they've scored in them. So eight players that have played in all of those derbies and have scored. Sorry, in at least one of them. My apologies. Have scored in at least one of them. So they don't have to have scored in them all. Scored in two of them, Roger. But not be the <laughs> Must at the Edinburgh one. You didn't even play in an Edinburgh one. No, so you're nowhere near the it. list. No, no, but. <laughs> Who's, who's better than zero, right, Roger? You've got, you've got, you're going to need to do some carrying him here. I think. Oh no, he's only
6: kidding me on when he says that. Uh, Neil McCann,
5: yes, <sighs> scored against Hibs and Celtic. Played so in the so much moment. knowledge in this guy,
7: and I might just sit back and watch us. I was going to sit back and let you get the other seven. <laughs> come, on. Uh, <laughs> come on, Roger, help us out here. Mm-hmm. Can I do
6: all the work? You definitely didn't play for Hibs or Hearts Definitely not I don't think so No But I remembered mm-hmm. Oh Stephen Presley
5: Yes <laughs> Oh Roger well How done. do you like
6: that eh? <laughs> I'm delighted It means I don't have to get yes, it right, Yes we'll by, by, by the way Can I just say to you all the criticism you get from Dale When Dale's not here You've one beat the pundit And you've got as many answers as me As full time teaser Eight. I, I think you're hiding your light Under a bushel here
5: <laughs> Let's leave it there Eight players have played in all three Of the derbies Old firm Edinburgh and Dundee And have scored in at least one of them Neil McCann Stephen Presley We'll leave it there And we'll try and get the rest Between now and the end of the show If you've just turned your radio on And you're looking at your calendar And thinking this is a Tuesday Why am I hearing Mark Wilson Why am I not hearing Gordon DL? Uh Well let's try and clear it up Somewhere Room Nine hundred and fifty-four at the Queen Elizabeth. Can you hear us?
10: Room ten A, boy.
5: You've just told the nation what room you're in. Good job, nobody can visit during these socially distanced <laughs> times.
10: I'm hoping, I'm hoping somebody does pop their head in. Uh, it's been a long day. I tell you what. Even full of morphine is a hard lesson with a 2 in that student. <laughs> I've got to say, how Walsh and what about him? Beat up the panda. Brighton. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind about my beat the pundit
5: How's that hip? Uh,
10: it's, well, funny enough The physio came in about 30 minutes ago Got me up to walk about And he shouted to us Quick hurry up He's took a, a Mark Wilson I took a whitey Like Pearson running by you Celtic Park that day <laughs> The colour was drained from me so Tell I'm me you were bed. sick Please No, I wasn't sick I'm back in bed I've just had a nice wee of tea Listening about the show boys um, so, a bit sore, obviously, uh, but uh, hopefully tomorrow is another day and a better day.
5: So you had the operation this morning and it all went fine and you're you're on the road to recovery. Yes. Yeah, apparently I was lying on
10: the table saying I'll give you a tenner for the two talks through the charity shows in my building without the MW and they were wondering what I was talking about uh... Why are
1: you getting me
5: asked for so much? Because <laughs> you've taken his place He's feeling pretty low That He's having to lay up he's, he's getting the operation He can't come into work He loves his job and he tunes in to find out that you've taken his place you
10: know how I feel when we said sneaked in behind my Oh, he's still <laughs> going on about that yeah, and I'll tell you what, they two tops are a bag because you've only worn them twice. <laughs> <Two> <laughs> I'll get days, you into the next club. Now days. that I know
7: you're fit and you've got a, a, a hip that can walk around a training pitch, you'll be in the next club I get.
10: Ah, well, you'll probably stay there longer. Um, but um, no, <laughs> things uh, hopefully going well and good show tonight, boys. I um, asked for more morphine just to try and get me through the next 20 minutes,
5: right? <laughs> when, when's the next bed bath? Oh
10: Gordon, I embarrassed myself a wee but I got Debbie's the uh, top kiddie in here, she's brilliant absolutely brilliant. Down doing in for me. But so I shouted her in and I said, Debbie, look, you need know how I'm not too great with socks. So I'd one one on, one off. I says, Look, need the so socks. She went down, looked, I says, and pacified. I says my there's f- so any chance of wear up. So <laughs> so she's sort of a put thing she went, What sock are you wanting off? I went, I want the left hand side one.
6: I didn't have any socks on <laughs> Do you know You should be wearing them In your left hand anyway Do you want, do you want to know What the worst of that <laughs> of is Do you
5: want to know What the worst of that is I, I think we. I think the show Almost got taken off air Because oh. he was tra- he, like The line genuinely Did break up there Did you hear that yes. and he was, People are going to think I pressed something The line broke up <laughs> oh. And he was talking about Getting a, a foot rub I was thinking oh you were going somewhere else Ira, I'm real No I think we need to I, I'm panicking now <laughs> Because the line genuinely did. He was dead oh, he He's another story, I knew this, was, I story knew this was, was a, I knew this was a mistake Anyway Will we see you back Fighting Fit soon Oh I'm hoping to be
10: Thursday or Friday Gordon Just depends how tomorrow goes But I've been well looked after absolutely fantastic Lovely room as well And All credit to people That work very hard Behind the scenes yeah. uh, So I'll listen, I'll listen To the next few minutes Just because I do fancy an early night
6: and sleep. And uh, have you told Debbie that Wednesday's bath night does? No, I think we'll leave it there. Um, a lovely room, he
5: says, as if he's in the Ritz on it. But uh, do you know what? I'm sure I Try to get a freebie for the I weekend. You'll be up there Doesn't every he week he's weekend. He's not paying for it. Aye. He thinks it's a hotel. Right, Gordon DL, fresh from his hip operation. We just <laughs> thought we'd check in on him, see how he is. Um, yeah. yeah. All the best, does sounds, Get well soon. Sounds the same as always, really. I I don't think much change there Morphine doesn't make a difference Uh. Uh, Right, okay Uh, Let me just check in on some of tonight's football Because we do have two big games Uh, Wow Um, (laughs) Taking a bit to recover from that myself I must admit Uh, What we got in the Scottish Premiership tonight Still goalless 33 gone between Hibbs and St Johnston. In the Championship Hearts are now two up Oh we're never going to hear The end of this Sandy Halliday's made it two. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Own
6: goal. Deflection I
5: think it's th- I Set up the first one as well Oh my goodness uh, I think it's Thursday night He's in here So uh, he might have calmed down But then 2-0 up on Alawa At the moment uh, Let's hear a bit from Brian Rice He's been getting a lot of Criticism recently Hasn't he I think you'll agree with that But he says he's got a strong bond um, With the club's board Despite some of that Criticism that he's been getting in recent times uh, He says he understands the direction the club are going in He thinks they've given themselves a good platform To build on with Saturday's performance Against Dundee United
2: I speak to the board all the time you know. I speak to them all the time I tell them what my plans are What I'm looking for They know if the situation what The situation's been here with injuries And the Covid situation You know, We've been affected more than anybody More than anybody we've been affected So I've had their discussions with the board They know what we're trying to do and once we, once we get a settled team on the pitch, then we take it for there. You know, it's been very difficult. I don't think we've been able to play the same team in two matches this year, you know, consecutively. There's always been something happening. i Acquis is another love-for-today team moment. It's always, we're trying to build for the future, keep building for the future, getting these young players in and trying to build a team further down the line. And and it just so happens at this minute in time it's very, very difficult, you know, with the results, to, to do the two things. But that's still the long-term goal, build well, for the future. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we need to start getting points on on the board, and we know that. I think Saturday, I think all the players enjoyed it, enjoyed the effort they put in, enjoyed the different shape that we played, and we're hopeful that that's us starting to build some. I call it foundations. We started to build the foundations. Now we now we need to start learning on top of that.
5: Let's go to the phones We've actually got a couple of Hamilton Acquis fans Who've given us a call tonight Who's been on the longest Stuart in East Kilbride Stuart, just listening to the manager then How are you feeling about your club at the moment?
13: Yeah, hi panel, good to speak to you Good to Um, have you I don't expect anything less from Mr Rice All we ever get from the man is excuse after excuse Um, His record this year and even last year as well Is absolutely appalling He's actually on a par, if not worse, than Martin Canning. Um, He never plays the same team twice. He's constantly playing players out of position. He's moaning about our injury list. He doesn't really have a huge injury list to worry about, apart from probably David Templeton, who has been a big loss. Um, We also keep going on with this wonderful youth system that Hamilton have. Yeah, they do have plenty of young players coming through. Now, the idea of a young player is to bring them through and then eventually sell them on. Now, I can only think of probably Greg Doherty that was sold in the last 10 years for any money. So what is it he's actually trying to achieve? The board, they haven't backed him at all as such. And one of the, the problems being the board are not really interested in football. It's more of a, a charity than interest in running Hamilton. They do a lot of charity work in the background. But the actual team on the park, I'm sorry... Mr. Rice, you have to go up. We're sick of your excuses. We hear them week after week. Um, Four games this season have already given teams three goals of a start. You can't do that in this league. Otherwise, you're going to end up bottom of the league, which is where we are with a goal difference of minus 21.
5: Roger Hannah, quite a lot to take in there. How would you respond to Um. to Stuart?
6: Listen, Stuart is an Ackies fan I, I got myself into a fan a few years ago with Martin Canning There was a lot of Martin, um, people, Ackies fans coming onto to this show Complaining about Martin Canning And I tried to defend his record And eventually, listen, Stuart and the Ackies fans know more about Ackies than I did And I, I sort of backed down and said, you know, be careful what you wish for And Brian Rice came in, and Brian Rice initially did extremely well And the Ackies fans were probably proved correct um, So again, it's going to be difficult for me um, to defend Brian Rice I quite like Brian Rice He's never done me a bad turn um, But if you're a manager of a Premier League team And you lose at Annan And you lose at Strenrar, um And you lose 8 goals against any team Even if it is a rampant Rangers team at the minute It is increasingly difficult to defend um, I don't think they're isolated I saw St at the weekend St Mirland won at Livy And that opened up the gap to 4 points Um, So I don't think all is lost for Hamilton Far from it I do agree with Stuart I think David Templeton is a big miss But I genuinely don't think there's a huge gap From where Ackies are To the other teams in that area The St Mirrens, the Livingstons, the Ross Counties I think Ackies could yet perform another one of those escapes That they've become famous for in the last seven years Why don't you think that's the the case Stuart?
13: One of the reasons though If you even look at the goal difference. I mean, our goal difference is minus 21. Um, St. Merlin is suddenly minus 7 or 8. I mean, that's another point alone as well. But St. Merlin are playing... They're not playing that terribly. We are just appalling. I have got all about the Anning game. It actually blocked out from my mind. How can we lose 5-1, I think it was, to a team from the third uh, second division? I'm sorry. That, that, and that was a full side without out that day as well. So, we have absolutely no excuses. I'm sorry... He, he might be a lovely man, and I don't deny yes is a decent fellow, but he's, he's not taking the club further forward. The idea of getting rid of Mr Cannings to try and bring the club forward, Rice I think was unfortunately a cheap option, and if anything he's actually taking the club backwards from Martin Canning.
5: Hmm, Sure's not happy at all. Let's quickly, because we're a bit pushed for time, bring in Duncan who's in Hamilton. Are you going along with that Duncan or are you sticking up for your manager a bit?
4: See, I, I'm, I'm a wee bit the opposite. Uh, I, I actually think that Brian Rice deserves a wee bit more time. Uh, you know, Chipper's, Chipper's chipped away. He's done He's done what he's done. Uh, he's given youth a chance. That's what I think, uh, you know, what's, he, he's given youth a chance, which I don't think another manager would. Uh, but the results, I know they haven't been great. The one at Ibrox 8-0. I don't think it was an 8-0 game, personally. Um, you've got guys like David Templeton See if Templeton stays fit uh, we, we we can get him You know you know, One of the best players in the league I believe When he's fully fit So um, it's, it's a hard one for me But I think Chipper deserves some more time
7: Yeah Listen it's That is a hard one Because Coming into Hamilton You change a manager just now What are you looking for? It's the same players Are you looking for our? our Reaction That bounce reaction That you might get For a couple of weeks And then it might just Revert back To what it's been like It's an incredibly small Squad With young players in there Brian Rice um, You know Works well with young players Um Don't like to see managers Lose their jobs at all But Roger's right I mean when you Take into the Account some of the results You can Understand why There's a group of Hamilton fans
5: Unhappy With how it's going this season And can't see Any turnaround mm. But um, let, let me put it back to Stuart then why, why is Duncan wrong Stuart Why should you not be a bit more sympathetic To the, the budget and the, the constraints That the club work under And the fact that you know there have been other circumstances This season, why is that not cutting it for you
13: Yeah I mean He's, he's saying given the man time Now Brian Rice has been there for two years now uh, The young players if anything Are actually going backwards a lot of them They're not improving at all And we can't just rely on one man David Templeton Yes, he's a good player, but other players have got to step up to the mark. And quite something they're not doing that, especially at defence. The defence is absolutely, it's absolutely appalling. I mean, so far four times this season, we've given teams three goals of a start. And if you're going to either win a game or draw a game, you've got to tighten your defence up. And we keep hearing the same excuses from Mr Rice constantly. And um, yeah, we lost sloppy goals at the back. We know we're losing them, But he's doing nothing mm. about it To improve it
5: Okay Stuart doesn't sound too confident Duncan Hamilton The great survivors Will they do it again this season As things stand Can you see it?
4: I'm absolutely confident That uh, Chipper will pull it out Bossy um, uh, Honestly I do think that he'll pull it out the bag uh, I think we've got a better squad Than than the teams that are around us Personally uh, The young lad Callum Smith The, um, the, the young fighter boy That that previously at Dunfermline, I believe that even somebody like him, he could go on to uh, feature for Scotland. He's he's got that much potential. Uh, but I, yes, I think we'll survive. Personally, uh, we just need to give Chipper the the chance to to keep proving himself. He's a he's a good football man. Uh, so yeah, hopefully he keeps chipping away.
5: All right, Duncan and Short seem to be split. That's absolutely fine. Agreeing to disagree. 01419511025. More of your calls next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025. Clyde One Super
5: Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Roger Hanna are here. Still time to get your calls in. If you're quick, 01419511025. Half time scores coming in in the Scottish games this evening in the Premiership. Hibs one. St. Johnston won Ali McCann The Northern Ireland International Put the visitors in front of Easter Road But Paul McGinn Straight away equalised Just a moment later His first goal for Hibbs Uh, In the Championship It's a bit easier for Hearts Michael Smith Andy Halliday And Peter Haring Have got Hearts 3-0 up on Alloa At the break and in Scottish League 1, uh, tough evening for Jim Duffy's Dumbarton. They're 2-0 down at home to Falkirk, Callum Morrison and Blair Alston just approaching the break in that one. Uh, on tonight's full-time teaser, we're looking for eight players who've played in all three of the following derbies, Old Firm, Edinburgh and Dundee. And they have to have scored in at least one of them. Now, I must say the response to this question has been unbelievable Stephen Irvin Colin Johnson Billy Scott Mitchell Ronnie Dempster Colin Moffat Conroy David Just amongst a few, That's just a few uh, Who are throwing some good answers in Before the break you got Neil McCann And Stephen Presley um, Gary McSwagan Yes Roger
6: Um. Kevin Thompson
5: Yes Well <sighs> done Kevin Thompson for it, Mark. Uh, is Ian Ferguson one? How many of these did Roger give you and how many did you get in your own? No, I'm not having that. No, no,
6: no. Well, Thanks, he's get, Roger. He's got
5: a really confused look in his face. See, hear <laughs> the way he read it out Ian Fair? as if he had written it down and didn't know who, who it was. <laughs> Ian Ferguson was actually mine's
6: Yeah. Yes. Well ha- done. Darren Jackson. Oh, you two are good fly, Shout out. What a team, Roger. We should do this every Tuesday. If you can hear, we get rid
7: of us? See if you hear that, great,
6: that is- great new partnerships now. Wilson and Hannah. The airline morphine. <laughs> 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 that,
5: that's the that's the bedpan getting chucked against the wall yeah, again that you yeah. can hear. Um,
6: I, I, I am getting messages from concerned listeners. Is all I'm going to say to you at the minute. Stephen
5: got in touch to say the dazzler sounds about two seconds away from Clyde one getting taken off air. Yeah, and it ah, he was fine. I think he was absolutely fine. Um, there's lots coming in on Twitter on the football tonight. I appreciate I've probably neglected it a bit because the phones have been so busy. Um, just to show you to show you the split. Um, Celtic boy says. We had a squad of winners Lennon's made them go backwards This nonsense that you aren't a fan If you want Lennon out Is nonsensical rubbish But Alex says A long way to go Celtic will come good After the setbacks Seen it all before Not adrift yet Don't become a bad team overnight Um, So have your moment of gloating And then Fergus McCann Presumably not The Not not that one um, Says I can just about accept Losing the 10 If it's ripped out our grasp But going down meekly Like it seems we're about to Is unacceptable from the board Manager Players and fans. Let's bring in Gerald from Coatbridge. A bit of a split there, Gerald. Which side of it are you on?
14: Hi, Gordon. How you doing? How you doing, Roger? Hi, Gerald. How you good, doing? Good. How you doing, Mark? And um, I'd like to wish Gordon all the best in the hospital.
5: Very nice of you. I'll pass it on. Hi.
14: Well, I would. I would like to say that at the end of the day, all right. Assuming uh, Celtic win their two games in hand, they're only five points behind. Now, I'm also assuming that the two games are at home. Yeah, that Celtic have got, and that that would leave it down until the the old firm the, the old firm games. Now at the end of the day as well, Rangers are going very very well at the moment, and to be honest with you, I'm a Celtic fan, and I've got to turn around and say they are doing really well. But at the same time, they could always also slip up. You know they've no injury worries. They've had no, you know, um there have had no blood shit. And unless the the Celtic quality to go unbeaten and invincible, then I still think Celtic are well in it.
5: Here's the here's the thing though, Gerald. I wonder if Rangers consistency. Of result Is making you think that Because Rangers actually Have had injuries And we can ground all day Arguing about Whose injury list is worse Like you know We'll I'll never We'll never reach any consensus On that But Roger help me out here um, Alan McGregor has been injured Ryan Jack's been injured Joe Rebo's been injured Kamar Roof's been injured
6: Nicola Cattage Hasn't played a game
5: You know So right. I, I, is that is that enough Gerald? Is that enough to assume That Rangers injuries Are going to get so much worse Than they have been And, and then it will swing In Celtic's favour
14: no, I don't mean it that way, Gordon. I just mean that they're, 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 they're really good players at the moment, like Cavaney and uh, Kent and things like that. They could, they could end up, as I say, there's, there's 75 points to be played for yet, and if you turn around and anybody takes um, Celtic out of the question, do it at their peril. That's what I'm trying to say.
5: That that would be your message then to to Celtic fans or anyone else. Not to not to write them off, yeah. No,
14: uh, no, you don't. You can't write yourself it off because they could come out. They're still all right. They're not in a great position in Europe, but they could come out all guns blazing on Thursday night and do to it Prague done to us If you know what I'm saying. Do you think
5: there are are there any signs there, Gerard that that might happen rather rather than it it could? Because I think we all accept, you know, that it could, and you're right, Tavernier. Could get injured But from, from your sort of own perspective Are you seeing signs that that's likely?
14: Well Gordon At the end of the day They could only get better If you know what I'm saying At the end of the day uh, They could come out there and wipe the floor With Prague over there On Thursday night And then start those running the league
5: yeah, I mean, Well, o- well you've got to say mark.
7: Yeah you've got to say What that is That has been the hope From a lot of Celtic fans This season so far The, the opposite side Of that argument That You know Next week Will be the time Everyone clicks And it mm. gets back up And running and, and it's not quite happened Everyone thought After the international break Easter road They would go there Put on a performance And they'd be back Uh, just doesn't happen as
5: quickly as I think some Celtic fans would like Just to tee up tomorrow then Because this is the type of discussion I'm sure we'll get into then Everyone seems to be Not everyone, but a lot of people seem to be saying Ten in a row is all that matters Europe doesn't matter But Europe mattered to the anti-Neil Lennon Or the against-Neil Lennon element When he got hammered off Sparta Prague So It doesn't seem to me like You can disregard Europe on one hand But also hold it against him if he gets a doing to on Thursday
7: No I think I think most Celtic fans Would agree that Europe's probably Done and dusted But what is important Is the performance And the overall result I don't think anyone Would moan if Celtic Went there And played well And lost a scrappy goal And lost 1-0 On the opposite hand If they went there And played hopeless And took a real thumping Yeah that would be a problem
5: Ok I think we'll leave it there Thank you Gerard And Copebridge. You'll be the final call of the evening Plenty more time this week To get your thoughts in though Same number Write it down 01419511025 Give us a call back tomorrow Big night ahead As we build up to The Europa League matches Right you've got two more To get on this teaser Looking for the eight men Who've played in all three Of the derbies Old firm Edinburgh And Dundee And they've scored In at least one of them You're doing pretty well You've got Darren Jackson Kevin Thompson Neil McCann Ian Ferguson Gary McSweegan, Stephen Presley Lee Griffiths Never played in a Dundee Derby Believe it or not
6: Gordon Petridge
5: Played in all three Never scored Oh no Roger I thought you had them I was just sitting
7: back and I can hear the music Clue time Gordon What do you Ooh. need clues I didn't think you ever needed clues Only when the music starts oh, I Bring, bring back it. Daz uh-huh. Bring back Daz
5: I'll work better with him <laughs> <laughs> Um Right let me think Right, this, He scored against Hibbs. For Hearts mm-hmm. And scored against Dundee United For Dundee And played for Celtic against Rangers I think he also was part of The World Cup 98 squad Fullback Was he in the World Cup Kosh McKinley. McKinley Well done uh, And the last one <sighs> I have, What can I clue Right So played for Hearts Dundee and Rangers But also played for Wraith As well Went back to Dundee Second spell No I need to put you out of your misery I'm afraid gents Position? Well, I don't know, midfielder, I think. Oh, that before my man. time. I need to tell you, Cammy, Cammy, Fraser. Cammy Fraser. Right, thank you, Mark and Roger. We're <laughs> back tomorrow. It's Mark Guidi and Chris Buck for you tomorrow. Callum's up next.